Open your Bibles to Colossians, Colossians chapter 1. And in Sunday school right now, Brother Toby's teaching on the Ephesians, which is the body. And Colossians is the, the head of the church, uh, the Christ of the church. And so, uh, it's kind of, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're doing Ephesians because I'm getting a, like a double dose. So it's really, it's really nice to have that. Uh, but Paul, he's in prison. He's writing to the believers. He's encouraged them, encouraged them to serve with fervor and passion. Uh, his purpose is to show Christ is preeminent and that he is first and foremost in everything. And that's the way a Christian life should be. A Christian life should reflect Christ. Our lives should reflect Christ in everything in, our, in this world today. It's a very, very busy world. A lot of things are going on. And we can get caught up in our jobs and with school and with everything. But no matter what happens, Christ should always come first in our life. And I want that to be in my life. I want that to be my testimony. When people see me, they see Christ because they see him shining through me. And that's the greatest thing in life, to have that glory of God shining through you. And I want that in my life. So we're going to start reading in verse uh, number 9. Colossians 1, verse number 9. And this is Paul's prayer to the Colossians. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity to stand behind this pulpit to preach your word. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried, and he is a buckler to all them that put their trust in him. God, be my shield tonight. Help me, Lord, to preach your word. Hide me behind the cross, that I may not say anything to shame you, Lord, but be only to glorify and magnify your son. That everything I say be through you, Lord. Help me, Lord, to preach your word, to be a help and encouragement to all that are here tonight. Bless the congregation. Bless us all tonight, Lord. Uh, uh, take a minute, Lord, just be with us, Lord, to fill us up with your spirit. And I, I give you all the honor and glory tonight, Lord. That's all these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, like I said, uh, Paul is encouraging Christians. And as Christians, we should encourage, encourage each other. Because there is a lot of things going on in the world today. And, like, I want to be an encouragement to you. And how is it one of the best things to be an encouragement for each other is to pray for one another. Pray without ceasing to the Father, but also pray for one another. We are we are our greatest allies, I guess you could say. We are to strengthen one another and to be our each other's help. Um, my brother's here tonight. I have a big family. I have five siblings. That's my younger brother Isaac. He is the fourth of six. I'm the third. And growing up, my mom and dad they they sheltered us. We were homeschooled my entire life, and we didn't know the world. God, uh, God, dad made sure we knew the Bible. We didn't know anything of the world. We we had each other as friends. We were like, well, you guys like kind of. Um, isolated from friends? No, we had each other. Uh, we were, we had our, our best friends with me and Isaac, you know? And so we were each other's, um, strength. We were each other's help. We had the joy of each other in our life. And now, we're out in the world. They finally let us go to high school to play sports. But, <laughs> dad loved ball, so he wants to play sports. Um, but now, whether we're in this world, we have jobs, we have everyday life, and we're faced with other things. We're not sheltered anymore. And so how do we get sheltered from the world? By staying in God's word. By praying for each other, by lifting each other up. When you pray in the mornings or at night, think of someone in the congregation, someone in your family, someone that you like, you know what, they're on my mind, I'm praying for them today. 
that God will bless you, and that can be a blessing to that person because you never know what someone's going through. Right. We have our own battles, but you tonight, you all are facing your own battles. I don't know it. You don't know what I'm facing, but to pray for one each other, to pray for each other and lift each other up, that is the greatest thing we can do for each other. And Paul is encouraging, pray, pray for each other. And how does he do this? The first thing we see in verse number nine is he prays for the spiritual vision. It says, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge, filled with the knowledge of his will. God's will is the greatest thing to be in God's will. That's the safest place to be. And that's where you'll find the most joy. To be in God's will. Uh, a lot of times in my life, I thought I knew what was best for me. I thought I, I was going to go to college, play ball, um, make it big. Yeah, that it. No, I am glad. I'm glad that didn't happen because that was that's worldly. That's what my flesh wanted. God showed me real fast. Like, listen, you can do what you want, or you can do what I want. Follow me and find everlasting joy, and I can use you to be a help to others. Your message this morning was such a help to me because how true is that? If we're filled in one part in life, what other things are we missing out at? That was such a blessing. That helped me so much this morning. And I want to be more like that. I want to eat all my pots and say, God, here's one, here's one, here's the next one, here's the next one, here's the next one. I want God to use all all that I can to be a help and a strength in this life because this life is so short. Our time is so short here. What all can we do (laughs) with our life for God? Because that's where it counts. That's where it counts. One day, we'll stand before God in the judgment seat, and he'll look at us, and everything we do in the flesh, in this world, we'll stand there, and we're like, we could have spent that time doing this for God. We could have spent this, I could have been doing this for God, but I chose this instead. We'll stand one day before God thinking, oh my goodness, what? So I want to encourage you, when you go to do something, be sure God is with you. God is in it. Make sure that God is blessing that. It, will this bless God? Will this make God happy? Or will God look at me? Why are you doing that? Don't do that. Don't do that. As you, and again, this morning, it was, sorry, this is a huge help. Thank you so much. But I want you to find God's will for your life because God's will is the best place to be. And the knowledge of God's will is what Paul is praying to receive the truth. Find out God's will for your life. Take that. And next thing you see, he says, in all wisdom. So once you find God's will for your life, acknowledge it and accept it. So search for God's will for your life, acknowledge it and accept it. So once you receive it, you realize it. The next thing to that is basically, okay, now I know God's will. Help me to understand it. Give me wisdom of what you want me to do with that. What is next? What's the next step? That is what we need to pray for each other. God, please help that person to find what they need for their life because they seem empty. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But if God puts it on your heart, there's a reason why God put it on your heart. Pray for them. Lift them up. God help them. Give them encouragement. And once you accept it and acknowledge it, then you relate it to spiritual understanding. Understand your role and obey it. Uh, growing up, I did not know much about um, what, what I want to do in my life. I thought I wanted to do one thing and the next thing. It was construction for a while. I did construction for a while. And then I met Cody and Cody, my now wife. Um, we got married at 24 in 2016. And when we got married, uh, she was looking for a job and we didn't know our next, our next steps. Well, one day a job was offered in Florida and I've never been out of Rome County. <laughs> what is Florida? And then, so we have this huge leap of faith. We prayed about it. Cody and I, we prayed about it. It's like, God, our family is here. Our, our friends are here. How are we going to leave Tennessee? And go to Florida. We don't know anybody there. 
but the peace he gave for us, because we knew, we knew we were in God's will. We knew he'd take care of us. And so in 2016, we packed up and we left my entire family, all my friends and everybody we knew and moved to Florida because we knew that's what God wanted for our lives. He would bless us. And so we obeyed. We, we realized his will. We obeyed it and we moved. Since then, God has blessed us so much. I've had so much joy. We've grown closer in our marriage. We've grown closer together in our marriage. We've grown closer to God because we obeyed God. We understood what he wanted for us and we obeyed. I encourage you, understand what God wants for your life. Obey it and run after it. Take it. It's faith. It is faith. But faith comes by hearing and not by seeing. You can't see sometimes what God wants for your life. But understand it and leap. Trust God. Trust God with everything. And I promise you, he's going to take care of you. He'll bless you. A uh, short story along is five years later, God brought us back to Tennessee. He brought us back to be close to our family. And then I found this church. I found you guys. So don't tell me God doesn't know what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. He's got to trust it and obey. Uh, this past year, God's got me to preach. And wow, did I see that coming? No way. I did not think one day because I do not like standing in front of people talking. But he's called me to do it. And here I am standing right here talking to you guys. This con- am I nervous? Yes, I'm very nervous. But God gives me strength in everything that I do. And I know that God's going to use me if I let him use me. Because I can be the obstacle. I can be that, that hin- I can, I can hinder his spirit by not letting him use me. I can be that obstacle in his path. I don't want to be that. I want his will to be in my life to use me. I am so off track here, but God has a reason. <laughs> uh, verse number 10 now. The second thing is a spiritual vitality. Uh, vitality is a state of being uh, stronger, active. So being active, and verse 10 says, That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. So first thing is your walk of your Christian life. How is your walk in Christian life? Is your walk not filled with God? Or is your walk... Fill with God. First uh, John 1, 7, one of my favorite verses is, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we have Jesus in our heart and we're close to God, we'll shine. People will see. I promise you, people will see that light shine through you. Do you have that walk in your life? Because I want to be, I want to be guilty of having Jesus in my heart. I want people to see him shine through me a preacher said one time ago growing up i heard him preach this if we were put on trial and there was a jury would we have enough evidence to be found guilty of being a christian could they try us and say they're 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 a christian they're they're guilty or are we in there like well i don't know maybe they're christian maybe i don't i'm not sure you know i don't want to be that i want to say that guy's a Christian. He's filled with God. He is, yep, guilty, guilty. I want that to be in my life. I want that in my heart. So walk with Christ, being full of the Spirit. The second thing is the works of a Christian life. So we all know the fruit of the works. Uh, Galatians 5, 7, oh, I'm sorry, 5, 22, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Meekness, temperance. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. Are those fruits in our life? Do we have those shining through us? I like to say, I would love to say I have that all the time. But, you know, sometimes I am flesh. I do fail. But I want to have all those fruits shining through me because I know the more I have growing through me, the more fruit I have boasting about, the more God can use that and more people can see that. 
Because we are a testimony. We're living witness every day in life when we walk through life. So the words of Christian life, be obedient. Whatever God wants you to do, big or small, great or mighty, the small things, God works to the small things. Whatever he wants you to do, be obedient in what God wants your life. I'm going to turn over real fast to John 15. I want to read this real quick. Uh, you're welcome to turn. You don't have to. John 15. And it talks about the true vine and how God is the true, or Jesus is the true vine. Uh, John 15, <clears throat> verse 1 through verse 11. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is a husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glory, glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so ye shall be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and your joy might be full. <laughs> I love that passage of scripture there. If, I mean, to have God and Jesus in my life, and it's so much joy. Uh, I wish I could explain. And I, a lot of you understand how much joy Jesus gives in our hearts. But I just, I, I, I just, I burst. I burst. I just want to like scream it from the, from the mountaintops. Like, God, I love you so much. Thank you for everything. And that is because the more I read and the more I pray, the more God fills my life. Because I know he speaks to me through his word. The joy, joy unspeakable, full of glory. <laughs> the third part of verse number 10 is the works of a Christian life. I'm sorry, the wonder of a Christian life. Second uh, Peter 3, 18 says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. So what does this mean? Grow in God. Grow in the word. Grow in prayer. Grow in fellowship. Grow in the church. The church is the, is the body. Christ is the head. And we are... To go out as, uh, I love your message, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the works of the, the body is to work together in unity, to go out and to, uh, our feet, our hands, our arms are have to work together, but we are nothing without the head. And the head is Christ. Christ is the head. The church needs to work together. We need to pray for one another <laughs> and, uh, increasing in the knowledge of God. So, um, being with my, my family again, I, me and Isaac, we play baseball and uh, football and he played football. But anyways, we like to work out, and we like to get stronger, we like to get faster, we like to get better. So we worked out more and more and more and more to be the best we could be. How much are we praying? How much are we reading? How much are we getting stronger in God to be the best Christian we can be? Are we witnessing? Are we testifying? Are we singing? Are we praying? Are we getting closer to God and strengthening ourselves in Christ? Because the worldly things will pass away, <laughs> but the eternal things, this, this will never, this will always be everlasting. And I want my works and I want to grow closer and grow stronger for God. That way, when I'm faced with this world, I can be strong and know what to do and know what to say and know what, who to help and how to help. Because people sometimes will come to you and lost and they want help. And to have that 
peace and that knowledge as Paul is praying for the Christians to have that knowledge and understanding to help them in that time of need. Because you might be the only person that they can help at that time. They come to you, and how 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 bad would it be that, and this, this happened to me, that's why I'm saying this, someone's come to me, and I didn't have the answer. I wasn't as educated in the scriptures as I should have been. And once they left, I I, I was I, I felt broken. I got I was so guilty. I was like, I could have helped them, but I, I didn't. I didn't study enough. I didn't educate myself. I wasn't strong enough to help them. And now I want to be always, all the time, ready, ready and willing to help someone in need. Pray for each other. Pray for each other. Pray for your pastor because he faces things that we don't know about every day, every single day. We should lift him up and his family. Pray for them every single day. I know you do. I know you all do.